Podcast in the third week of Advent, Matthew Lyon explores the place of transrational thinking and belief and the story of the incarnation of God. This evening I want to address the topics of faith and hope. And this idea of being transrationalists, and what at least I see that possibly meaning. When we talk about being transrationalists, the suggestion is that we are people who combine the experience of thinking about things in our minds and the experience of feeling things with our bodies. The idea, the idea being that we combine these two kinds of reasonings or kinds of knowing. But hope and faith seem to me as something rooted in not knowing a being uprooted from our being, and a leaving, perhaps, of our believing. Hope and faith happen when we give the unknown its freedom, its autonomy. Um, it's a popular for the unknown to be uh, treated as something possibly dangerous, as something to be sussed out, comprehended with our prehensile powers grasped and understood. As rational creatures, these ideas may make sense, and as sensual creatures, these ideas may stimulate our, our bodies. But as transrational, I feel as if it might be a locating oneself in between, um, as trans, as across the head and the heart. To be on a transatlantic flight is really not to locate oneself in New York or London or Paris or Boston or wherever it is that we are looking forward to being or arriving, but really to locate ourselves in the middle of the ocean, um, to be actually suspended over the, the, the vast and formless waters. Um, to be aboard public transportation is to be between our two ports of call, sometimes stuck, but it's to be in between. And this is, this in-between place is when it feels as if the unknown, this unknown place, is where faith and hope come forth. This is why I like John's question, are you the one to come? Or should we look for another? Before I go on, I want to revive an image from the last time I was up here. I was actually back there. But the image of the lost sheep. Recall that I was keen to distinguish between being found and being saved. Calling for us each to recall that moment um, it's felt sensation when we are seen. Imagine this position of a sheep that is alone in a valley, 
kind of like an airplane in the middle of the ocean. That is the sense of being isolated and being in between and the being seen. Suddenly I'm not alone. I am found. But before you know what sees you, you know that you are seen. That you are here. And who is this other that comes? This strange epiphany, this God knows who, who sees me? It is here in this space, this transition from, from being lost to being saved, where faith and hope seem to come into play. For hope, in my reckoning, is not so much an expectation, but simple looking, seeing and being seen. Eye contact, faith, is how I let this other be that other. The un unknown remains perhaps unknown. Faith does not seek understanding so much as rather to trust in the good. So when I consider John in prison for being a good prophet, John the Baptist, who is a proper transient, asking this question, are you, are you the one who is to come, or should we look for someone else? I'm pleased. He doubts. But instead of believing his doubts or believing something else to fill his doubts, he asks the question, are you the one? And Jesus' response is key, as always. Go and see. Go and look. He invokes John's vocational hero, Isaiah, whom we also heard today. Yet not as an idea or a sensation, but as a task, a transrational uh, suspension, I guess, um, and turns John not from, are you, he doesn't respond, I am the son of man, so it's not theological in a Hebrew way. He doesn't say, um, I am the Messiah, so it's not a national aspiration or feeling of salvation. He says, no, go look and see. It's a task. He turns them and says, look what's happening. Look at people. Look at other people. Turns them, he turns John and his disciples into the face of the blind, into the face of the deaf, the lame and the sick. Jesus calls attention to something happening, an event which hallmarks the advent of goodness entering the world. That the good harbored in the unknown is being made known in what neither thinking nor feeling can fully grasp. What's more, there's a sense that it is not about grasping or comprehending or understanding, but rather having the hopeful eyes to look and see and be seen.
and to have the faith to allow, to allow this one, this mysterious unknown, to allow the stranger that is coming to arrive and even transcend on their own terms as they are always and already something somewhat unbelievable. The task becomes to see and to hear and to recognize that which is happening in the world. Whether or not it's understood, whether or not it makes sense to remain in the presence of the good that is happening, to love and to receive love. Thanks for listening to the Moot Community Podcast. If you'd like more information on who we are and what we do, please visit www.moot.uk.net. Thank you.